2: hey folks it's lyle get this i'm coming to over 40 cities across the united states the UK, Europe, and Australia to do this here Therapy Gecko podcast live. These shows will involve bringing folks from the audience up on stage to talk to a gecko about whatever they want, just like we do on the podcast. Uh, The shows are completely unplanned, completely unpredictable, and they will be a lot of fun. So if you're a fan of the podcast, you should definitely come out. Uh, Tickets are available right now at TherapyGeckoTour.com, and you should get them before they are sold out. That's TherapyGeckoTour.com. We'll put the link in the episode description as well. Uh, The live shows are are very fun. They're very gecko-y, and I hope to see you there. All right, let's get into the episode. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm a gecko on the internet. Could be worse. Absolutely, positively, 100% could be way worse.
3: Well, I called because I wanted to recount an experience I had recently. Um, I recently got out of a medically induced coma.
2: Hmm, you were in a medically induced coma. For how long? Yes. Six weeks. Wow. Uh, when did you get out? Uh, I got
3: out of the coma late September. Um, mm. I had uh, I got COVID in July. Um, and I got admitted to the emergency room on the 30th. And then midway through August, we put me into a coma. Um, to hook me up to what they call an ECMO machine. It's a ECMO. Uh, because my love stopped working. Um, I had been vaccinated and boosted, but you know, it's like I got a bad roll of the dice. Mm. Um, Yeah, and uh, so basically the machine takes your blood out of your body and takes the CO2 out and puts oxygen in you can sit up and put it back in you um there were a few times they thought I was gonna die I don't remember that because I was in a coma but uh uh, and then I was in the hospital until the end of December because I couldn't really move hmm Atrophy and
2: all that. Have you ever and, uh, uh, watched Spongebob? Yes, I have. Do you know that guy talking about first they broke my arms and then they broke my leg? Do you know what I'm talking about? That. Yes, yeah. You kind of sound like that guy right now. I know that's insensitive to say. <laughs> no, no, say it's exactly a good analogy. Like um, so, hmm. I'm kind, I'm very curious. Uh, like, so you did. You had no consciousness at all for six weeks. No. Yeah.
3: And um, it also it messes with your memory because I don't remember June or July, and that was like way before I was in the coma. Hmm.
2: Um. Wow, man. So when you woke up. How long did it take you to realize everything?
3: Well, I had I had had a dream while I was in the coma that I had um, injured myself rock climbing, which is not something I do ever. So I don't know why that's what my brain came up with. and When I woke up was are you guys going to have to amputate my arm? Because I thought I had, like, mangled it rock climbing. And she was like, mm-hmm. dude, that's COVID. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I, uh, you know, I was in the coma uh, on my birthday. And, uh, like, I guess people came and, like, celebrated my birthday when I was, in Tacoma.
2: That's that's um, uh that's kind of nice.
3: Yeah, I woke up when I woke up. There was still like this happy birthday banner and stuff, and I was like, I was like, I didn't realize it was September. And I was Whoa. like, why is this like? <laughs> it's still July, like in my head, Whoa. but um, yeah,
2: yeah. Wow. Um, huh. So, uh, how, so you woke up back in September, because this was a few months ago. Um, yeah. Did you suffer any permanent brain damage from the coma?
3: You know, well, that's a hard question to answer. Um, not as bad as what I've heard other people have suffered, but it does sometimes affect my uh, ability to recall words mm. um, like oh, i it, it usually happens if I get kind of excited about something that I'm talking about I'll as I will just lose the words I'm trying to say and like lose track of that entire mm. thought you know just gonna disappear
2: mm. um, Hmm. Do you feel like so you you at at some point in this you said you you thought you were going to die? No,
3: the the doctor
2: saw I was here. okay. I was uh, totally unconscious. Yeah, so, you didn't even know. Has this given you? I, I, I'm I'm curious overall what kind of perspective this has given you in life. Like, have you? Are you take? Did you take anything away from this experience that you? Have installed into your programming or like what do you what do you feel like this gave you perspective wise
3: I mean I feel like I just wasted a lot of time in my twenties hmm. um, specifically at the, the job I was working at and it's not really something I wanted to do but I was you know I I was a mechanic I was good at it but I didn't like doing it and so um, I'm definitely about a career change and, and I try to make every day do something memorable and important mm-hmm. and so it's not just a waste of a day mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I guess that haven't seen a lot of people in their 20s kind of just no, so, a whole lot
2: so the coma gave you some perspective on a, on you feeling like you haven't been using your time as effectively as, as you want and it says you're 30 now yeah mm-hmm. and you turned 30 while you were um, in, in Candyland or wherever you go when you get a coma yeah, it's, uh,
3: yeah I mean I had a few dreams that I can remember from
2: the coma can you tell us that uh, might be oh,
3: nice. oh, for sure, yeah. <clears throat> They're a little uh, wacky because um, the drugs. Uh... Uh, the next one I remember is after the rock climbing incident, transported, like, airlifted to a uh, hospital that was on. A boat, like one of those giant shipping container boats. They had turned it into like a mobile hospital for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, And while I was there, uh, and they were like, you know, working on me, um, Satan was the captain of the boat. Like, you know, red skin, red horns, tail, you know satan he uh came and visited me and he's like hey i'm the captain he had like a captain hat on he's like hey i'm the captain of this boat like i know i'm satan i got a bad rap and i'm trying to turn my life around so i made this hospital boat to help people and i was like oh cool thanks satan um and uh he like helped me with like Physical therapy stuff because I like lost an arm in my dream, and uh, at one point they took like the insides of my body, like my guts and heart and lung and stuff, and they took it out and they gave me like a. You seen Rick and Morty?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know the the Gearhead dude who has like that glass body with all the gears inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. I had a glass body like that with all my guts and stuff inside of it for a while. Mm. Because I had to, like, fix my real body or something. I don't know. Um, Yeah, um, I also had a dream. Oh, yeah, go ahead.
2: Did this give you a greater appreciation for Satan?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think gets a bad rap, you know. Hmm. I mean, I had, uh, grown up, you know, until I turned about 18 in, like, a very Jesus-centric, uh, cult. Um, and, uh, you know, so I kind of haven't been a big fan of Jesus since then, so... You know, I'm down for, I'm down for some Satan.
2: Hmm. It's funny. They tell you that Jesus will come when you need him the most. But sometimes Satan shows up. And okay, yeah, man. Like, hey, man.
3: <laughs> he's, he's doing the boat out there.
2: It's hard. It's hard being the captain of a hospital... On a shipping container. But if anyone can do it. Satan. Satan.
3: (laughs) Yeah for sure.
2: Tell me about this other dream.
3: Uh, Oh I had a dream. With my sister. um, That she. Produced. The Super Bowl. Which is really weird. Because she doesn't like football. And I'm not, not a huge fan either. But it was like a really big deal and, like, uh, she got, like, super stressed out but then she got to, like, do a bunch of cool stuff she wanted to do. Like, one of her favorite bands is, is The Killers and she, like, got to produce an album for them because she did the Super Bowl. I'm not sure how that works, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that those are the, the big three dreams. I mean, definitely the most time air quotes because i don't know how long the dreams were the most the one that took up the most time was the satan boat uh dreams
2: so you got to spend a lot of time with satan
3: you know he was around i mean he's kept to the ship so he couldn't just like kick it with me all the time but we did we did hang out a little bit
2: did you learn anything about him that you didn't know
3: Uh, he's not good at cards, which I think, you know, like gambling, I thought he'd be good at it, but not so in dream.
2: Tell me more Uh, back to, okay, mm-hmm. you said you felt like you wasted a lot of life in your 20s. And then you had this coma, which knocks you out of more of your life. And now you're awake and you're mm-hmm. talking to a gecko on the phone about how Satan visited you in a dream. Uh, yeah. Tell me, have you done any memorable... You said you're trying to do memorable things every day. How, how is that going for you?
3: Well, I'm learning how to toad, which is something i always wanted to do, but I didn't really have time. And now I'm on disability because I, um, you know, don't have all my physical faculties yet. Um, so I'm learning that and that's a lot of fun. And, uh, you yeah, know, something I could do as a job that I've always been interested in, you know, but I've really set aside time to learn. Also, uh playing a lot of uh, D&D with my friends, which is nice. Uh, haven't done that for a few years. That's great. Just, like, scheduling scheduling but now I'm
2: pretty free. So, uh, do you feel as though you're primed moving forward to not waste as much time as you felt like you were wasting before? Do you feel you're in a good position to attack life better? Definitely. I mean, I'm still working on getting, like,
3: like, range of motion and, like, strength back because of the atrophy from the coma, but, like, the more stamina I get and the more, like, strength I get, I can, you know, go do more stuff like I went on, like, very small hikes last weekend just to go out and be in nature which was it was just fun you know mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. huh do you tell me about your friends and family do you live with anyone?
3: well right now I'm living with my grandmother um, but I was living with roommates before the coma, and it was like yeah. I wouldn't have been able to move back. Even with them, just you need slightly more care than I'd want to put on my friends. <laughs> you know?
2: Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh,
2: huh. Well, I guess before I ask any more questions, uh, uh, is there any other aspect of this? Uh. That you wanted to talk about on here that that you feel like is, uh, I don't know, and in, in, integral to your experience.
3: Um, not really. More, I mean, I yeah, there's nothing. Uh, I mean, they thought I was going to have to be on dialysis for the rest of my life, but my kidneys because they my lungs and my kidneys just stopped working mm-hmm. while I was in the coma. And, uh, but I got function back full function so that was, that's pretty
2: cool it, it's funny you know hearing you talk about this stuff it really is making me think I'm like man I really do take for granted the fact that I have working kidneys it's
3: weird. Nothing. It's something I never thought about before that's for sure
2: I say with um, full confidence that I have never I, uh, this is the first time I think I'm ever thinking about my kidneys. It is right here, right now.
3: I'll tell you what, it it really sucks. Uh, dialysis really sucks. Because um, they're like taking your blood out of your body, and you get really cold, and, oh, yeah. but you're also like sweating. And then you're just, you have no energy the rest of the day. It's like a really taxing. Uh, ordeal
2: so you wait to di- wait takes, i'm like, sorry i'm, I'm an idiot you did have to do dialysis or you didn't have to do it
3: when i came out of a coma for a few weeks maybe a month i was still doing dialysis yeah
2: are you doing it anymore
3: no no before i even got out of the hospital i was back to normal kidneys
2: okay good you know what's funny? I was just talking to someone about this today. I was just thinking about this. Um, there's this, like, conflicting idea in my head about uh, comparison to other people and their problems. Mm-hmm. Like, like um, this idea that, oh, well, there's, you know, children starving in Africa. There's, um, you know, people whose kidneys are fucked up. So my problems actually uh, aren't that bad. And there's two, confl- there's two conflicting thoughts I have about that. The one is that, you know, everyone's problems are relative. And just because, you know, someone else has it worse than you doesn't mean that your problems aren't valid. And I think there's truth to that. But also, mm-hmm. uh, you know, look, there are children starving in Africa and there are people whose kidneys are fucked up. And my kidneys are pretty good and i'm not starving so I, you know i should shut the fuck up and be happy yeah i think i think there's a
3: balance to that
2: though like there's a balance but i i think mm-hmm. i think, yeah, it's really, used, really I think the, the the understanding that uh things could be way worse i understand why that's commonly looked at as a toxic thing it's also pretty mm-hmm. fucking true. Well yeah, I mean it's a good
3: it's a good thing to like kinda you know realize that your problems are real but also like keep yourself in check like oh I had a meal today and someone didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. Or I could take a piss today and somebody couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know.
2: Um So, I mean, listen, after having gone through dialysis and now that you don't anymore, do you, on a regular basis, go, man, fucking hell yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Today is a great day just because I didn't have to do that. Oh, yeah. Every day, at least. Oh, every day? At least once. See, that's the thing, right? Is Every day, you've got—and tell me if I'm wrong, but every day, you've got to have some kind of uh, higher baseline of happiness just— by the feeling of gratefulness of thank god i don't have to do that shit anymore you know thank god i made it out of that coma you know do you do you feel that yeah i mean
3: i feel like my baseline for happiness is lower like i don't have it doesn't have to be like nothing crazy has to happen like if i can take a fist i'm like sweet oh yeah good day
2: good day great day If you a took piss and you go outside and your arms move, that's a great fucking day. De- I've really been thinking about this so much lately. It's 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 you really do have everything you need to be happy, like just right in front of you. If you can th- th- breathe and drink water and shit, you know. I'm really trying to bring my baseline. Uh, I'm glad to hear that your baseline has gotten lower. I'm trying to bring mine down as well.
3: Yeah. I mean, I do it a hard way. I wouldn't recommend the coma. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, it worked.
2: Yeah, I don't see myself going to a doctor and asking him if he could do dialysis on me just so that I can be stoked. <laughs> just so I know. Just so I know how <laughs> bad it could get. Although, I don't know maybe I, you know, maybe I will do that. You know? If I'm ever feeling depressed, That's what I should do. Next time I'm feeling depressed, I should go to a doctor and ask them to take all of the blood and piss out of my body so that I just know, I know how hard it could really get. Yeah. yeah. Um, James, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. Uh, I, I appreciate you sharing all this stuff with us. Uh, it's good good, good food for thought. Uh, is there anything else you want to say to, to me or the people at the computer before we go? Just, uh, you know, have a good day, you know.
3: Remember... Yeah, you know, think about all the good things you got, because you don't know how long you're gonna be here.
2: Try to appreciate what's good in life, and uh, when in doubt, hail Satan. Hail
3: Satan.
2: See yep. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by FunLove.com. Oh yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. FunLove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to FunLove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy, with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house, you don't need to sit in traffic, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting betterhelp.com gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages, and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hello?
0: Oh, my God. Is this the geck?
2: Yeah, who is this?
0: Uh, this is Anna.
2: Hi, Anna, how are you doing?
0: Uh, you know, I'm pretty solid, just instacarting, making some money right now.
2: Um, uh,
0: life could be better.
2: Okay, this caught my um, eye here. I need to know uh, what's going on. It you it, okay? You told the call screener that I saved you from being sex trafficked.
0: Yes, you a hundred percent did. I'm really? so serious. OK, let me. Yeah, I'm 100% serious. How? OK, I'll, Okay, I'll take you through it. So I called in about 2021. It was like about this time of year. And I was calling because I was like in this relationship with this couple. It was like a, I guess, like a throuple or whatever.
2: And I like,
0: things. it was very like weird.
2: I remember exactly yep. who you are
0: are you being so for real shut up
2: I remember exactly who you are you uh, were in a thing with this older couple that sounded extremely sex trafficky
0: yes oh and that's your so friends cool,
2: Anyways. and your friends told you not to do it am I correct your friends were telling you to get out of there right
0: Yes, yes, but, like, it was, like, I wasn't comfortable, like, really going into, like, whatever. Like, it was weird, but it was, like, not weird enough to set off any alarms in my brain. So I was like, okay, my friends, they're like, but, you know, they're, like, they're looking out for me. They're going to tell me to go the second that it seems weird. But in my head, I was like, oh, they're buying me stuff, and life is good. Obviously being, like, woven into whatever trap they're trying to set for me. And then I told you about it. And you were like, at first you're like, well, this is not that weird. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. But then you were like, hold on. you're Because they told me to go on a trip with them to Puerto Rico. And you said, do not go on that trip. This is, seems very right now. And not for your advice, I completely blocked them.
2: Oh, my God. Like,
0: completely stopped seeing them.
2: Holy yeah. Holy
0: I And he got, you no, know, and this is the kicker. The dude got arrested for um false imprisonment uh, among some other charges and the people who are, like were in the cir- social circle we're with were like yeah like he was involved with like sex trafficking like this is 2 years later that I'm just now finding this out holy shit like crazy.
2: damn you know it's crazy this it I'm I'm re- cuz you know look I just show up on this Twitch stream and fuck around and say things and now I'm like Oh, no, I actually it, it influenced d- decisions that people make. Mm-hmm. That's Dude, terrifying. I could be, like,
0: dead or worse right now. So, like, I just, I'm so for real. I just wanted to say thank you because I respect the hell out of you and your show. But, like, I'm so serious. Like, you saved my life. And thank you. Jesus. I'm so grateful.
2: Well, well, a couple things. A couple things. I appreciate your appreciation, but I think you and your own wits uh, about the situation uh, saved your life. Perhaps in talking with me, uh, you know, those 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 were activated somehow. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you were the one that made the, the smart decision to get out of there. So I hope you give yourself some credit for that. Um, huh. Okay. And by the way, I totally, re- I uh, just, I totally remember this. I don't know what episode it is or whatever. Somebody will find it, but um, yeah, I, I totally remember this call. Um, how old were you when you called me? You were like, what was the, how long ago is this? You said two I years. Have,
0: I was like, I was fresh. I was like almost turning twenty, and now I'm like almost turning twenty two. Wow.
2: Um when is the last time you you saw this couple?
0: I mean, I saw them, like, I'm telling you, like, after that phone call and what you said about me, you know, activating it, that makes perfect sense, but, like, I completely blocked them. Like, they would hit me up on other platforms and I just wouldn't talk to them. Like, Holy just cold shit. turkey. It was kind of hard because, like, not gonna lie, like, the way they kind of uh, approached me and would give me things and I was a broke, broke college student... Like, who wouldn't want those, you know, presents and gifts? So, like, I was kind of, like, sad to let it go, but now I'm so glad I did.
2: Wow. Oh, man. Well, I also, I feel like I lost you a bunch of money, so maybe, <laughs> maybe that kind of it all balances out. I feel bad for that.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I got a bone to pick with you, though. Oh, God. You are coming to Atlanta. No, we're so cool. Trust me, Gek. You, you are always cool in my books. But you're coming to Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta, and I'm so glad. But I'm studying abroad in Tokyo, and you don't have a show in Tokyo. So like, I've been like making these plans to go to all your shows. Like, I'll be in Tokyo when you're supposed to be here.
2: Ah, it's a shame. Yeah, I um. I, well, I, I did a show in Tokyo back in December that was fun, but I, I don't think, I don't know if I'll ever do it again. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe, who knows. Uh, well, shit, why, what, you live in Atlanta? Why, just uh, fly back.
0: Trust me, looked up the the plane tickets, not, but I am going, okay, all is not last, I'm going to the Greenville and North Carolina show.
2: Oh. Okay, great. All right, so I'll see ya. You definitely gotta come on stage and, and, and we gotta talk about this in person. Because this is fascinating. Uh, well, okay, actually, I mean, look. Are you for real? Tell me, I'm. I am, well, I am for real. But I wanna know, I mean, while we're on the phone together, okay, so you called me two years ago, you were talking to this older couple, it was fucking sketch as hell um we talked about it you said you're not going to talk to them anymore fucking found out the guy was a sex trafficker that's insane where are we at now what are you doing with your life you were a broke college kid you were relying on these folks for for money and whatnot what's what's going on with your life these days
0: (laughs) well unfortunately still a broke college student but you know that's say love you but I am saving up to study abroad in Tokyo right now. I leave pretty soonish, so I'm instacarting and doing anything I can to make money. Basically anything. Life is uh it's okay. Um, someone. Oh my God, someone. Sorry, this is like so like. What is it? Like off, unrelated. But um, unrelated. Jesus Christ, unrelated. But uh, someone was gonna pay me a lot of money to like. Um, have sex with them and shit, but I was like, you know, knowing my luck with stuff like this probably shouldn't, but, like, it would have been my whole month's salary in, like, two hours.
2: Well, Anna, I am honored to save you from being sex trafficked again by telling you to not do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I you know at least I I'd like to believe I'm not this naive, but like maybe just money is my weakness. Maybe money is
2: everyone's weakness. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. Look, well, here's the thing. Here's the, look, uh, look, look, look. I'll tell you this. Look, if you want to go do sex work and like, you know, I, whatever it is, OnlyFans or 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 or. I mean, what, I mean, you know texting folks, so, you know, go for it if that's what you want to do, but just be safe.
0: Yeah. I guess the kicker is I don't really talk to, I mean, I can talk to a gecko that does therapy of mine about this, but you know, it's not like I don't want to ask the world about what any kind of advice to this, but you know, it's one of those things where I'm just in a weird position in my life and we've all been there. Or we just want to do anything we can because we're in our twenties, and that's where I'm at right now. So I'm just trying to get the cash to do it.
2: You know, Anna, you're um, you're you're a hungry hustler. You know, you're trying to you're trying to make it big in this world. Uh, I I I appreciate that about you. Um, your and I remember I remember feeling this way when we talked for the first time that you were uh you know you had this uh. How, what's this vivaciousness maybe you could call it vitality for life you want to get out there you want to experience you want to go you want to do great impulses to have but balance them out a little bit by uh you know trying to build a bit of a better judgment as to uh what may or may not um you know get you in a bad situation is yeah, that fair to say? I
0: blame my, yeah, no, that's hundred percent fair. I blame my undeveloped frontal lobe. At times, I give it three years, and I'll be there. But yeah, I gotta filter out the not so great ones. Mm-hmm. It's just um, hard when there's a big payday attached to it.
2: <laughs> how is Instacart going?
0: <sighs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Gek. People. Okay. I will go around the grocery store, I'll get paid $8 to shop around for like an hour, sometimes longer, and then deliver it to people's houses, and then they tip me. But, you know, it's kind of weird to tip on groceries because you're thinking, well, it's not like a, a service you normally have. You feel like you have to tip. So I am here making nothing. Like, luckily, I've done this long enough. I know how to hustle and, like, get the best, like, jobs and find people who will tip more. But I swear, it is so tiring. I mean, well, I know my way out of a grocery store like the back of my hand now, but it just doesn't feel like it's worth it.
2: You know, I can see um, being an Instacarter and daydreaming about uh, how much more lucrative prostitution would be.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: But (laughs) be safe. Anna, okay? Don't do anything uh, wild. Uh, Keep trying to, you know, live a fun and good life. Um, And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it might be more boring to uh, do Instacart, but um, at the end of the day, at least you're not in danger. And uh, if, yeah, here's the thing: is that if somebody kills you, you can't go to you can't go to Tokyo at all. You can't go anywhere ever again if that happens. So I it's can't actually go to so your your own yeah. safety. So so uh, looking after your own safety, it's actually part of fulfilling your vitality for a crazy life. Because if you are are not safe and you die, you you, you can't you can't do stuff. That's one of the parts. That's one of the tenets of death
0: yeah death is kind of permanent and irreversible but it's coming i get that
2: well and i Well um, well listen i'm i'm like i said i feel a, a lot worse after this call because now i'm realizing now i'm thinking about all the people that i didn't save from uh, impending doom by telling them that they should do hey, stuff
0: hey remember what you said remember what you said it was at the end of the day it was my impulses and i did it myself okay, you can't blame yourself if you tell me i can't say it's all on you you can't say it's all on you as well you
2: know what, anna you're goddamn right
0: mm-hmm. everything
2: everyone does is their fault not mine
0: hey <laughs> <laughs> you're just a gecko on the internet
2: And is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go?
0: Oh, gosh. I've been so excited to do this. I have nothing planned, but I just want to say I'm excited. But, um, uh, yeah. Just live life. See what happens. Go with the flow. Chase that bag. But do it safely.
2: Thank you for calling, Anna.
0: No problem. Have a nice night, Gek.
2: Trying to uh, think of what I make of that. Um... I try not- Well, I don't know, because I try not to tell people what to do. Um... But I'm glad I told her what to not do. So that she didn't... Um, get sold. I feel like that was a good thing to do. I'm still gonna try not to tell people what to do, though.
4: Holy shit, I think I'm on.
2: Yep, you are.
4: Oh, hey, what's up, uh, Lyle? How's it going?
2: It's going good. How are you?
4: Uh, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Um, so I'm not going to waste your time here. I'm going to keep it real with you. Cool. Um, so I called today because I just review-bombed a former employer. And now I'm kind of feeling conflicted about it, you know, because... Now they're taking it as an affront that that like my review is going to affect their family. It's almost like you know like sea otters when they're like, Oh, don't kill me, predator!" and then they put like the baby in front of it to try to get compassion. That's what it feels like. But I still stand by it.
2: That's a really that specific analogy. Um, all right, tell me more. Tell me what this business is. Tell me uh, why. They things ended in such a way that would make you want to do this and then tell me what your conflicting feelings are
4: yeah yeah so um, it's a boba shop and I, I worked there for about a year um, essentially you know they started me working like really high hours and then slowly they started to drop down Then they were like hey you know what we're going to make you a shift lead I took it because I was like hey Ray fuck yeah and then I was like wait, this job fucking sucks. And I just kind of realized, like, I don't like any of my coworkers. I don't like any of this. And then out of nowhere, they all started blaming me for, like, the, for the store being super messy. And I'm like, my guy, I'm cleaning out here. Nobody else is cleaning, you know? So I'm like, what the fuck? And so they took out down my hours more without telling me that was the reason why. The manager at the time said, yeah, so we're taking down your hours because we're training new staff. But then when I talked to the owner about it, he was like, they said it was because you're uncleanly. I was like, what the fuck? So, you know, like I I quit. And uh, I've had a job now for about a month. And then I guess they've been getting a string of bad reviews. And my, my friend was like, yeah, they want us to write good reviews. And they'll give $10 if we write like a five-star review. And I'm like, man, that's kind of scummy. So I put a one-star review and I put how like sometimes they sell expired boba. And I called it muck tea, not milk tea. And I even put, it's almost like management pays staff to write five-star reviews. Mm. And now now it's like, because it's, it's not like a corporation. It's like a it's weird. It's it's like a franchise sort of a deal, so it's like family run. It's like the worst parts of a family run corp like business and the worst parts of a corporation in one business.
2: All right, let me ask you a couple. And, questions uh, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. This thing about how they ex- re- this thing about how they sometimes serve expired boba. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. I've got
4: pictures of it
2: mm. my friend
4: like done it and I'm like ooh that's kinda kinda icky they sound like have cockroaches you, there maggots
2: have you had the boba at the shop?
4: I have I have but not when it was expired I got it when okay. it was okay to eat it
2: <laughs> is it is it good? And
5: it's, it's like
2: mid
4: at best and I don't say mid as in just like bad okay. I mean like actually, like, middle tier.
2: All right, let me ask you this question. Um, yeah. What do you actually think of this boba shop?
4: I really don't like it, you know. It's, I felt really dicked around the entire time I worked there. Like, everything there was a hassle. And I don't know. It's almost, I like, I feel bad for doing it, but at the same time, I, I it's therapeutic both quitting and the bad review in a way
2: so my thing with the bad review is that i mean look you didn't lie you yeah. gave in my opinion your honest review of this boba place
4: exactly that's what i'm saying
2: so I don't think that you necessarily did anything wrong. I mean, Yelp exists. Is, is he fucking Yelp? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, Yelp exists for people to come on and give their honest reviews of these businesses and products, and you gave an honest review of uh, this business. Yeah. You didn't lie. I think Thank it would you. if you had if if look if these guys had kind of if you had lied about the expired boba thing. I would have thought that was fucked up. But mm-hmm. uh, if it's the truth, it's the truth, you know.
4: It is true. It is true.
2: And Um like, Go ahead. Oh,
4: uh, no, I already I already lost my train of thought. I'm okay. So, this um
2: this 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 company. Why? Here's what I don't understand. Why does this fucking Bulba shop? Like, all right, they got a bad review. Why are they acting like it's the end of the universe for them, and that they need to, you know, beg you to get rid of it?
4: You know, that's a big question I've always had too. Because even like when I started working there, they're like, we got one. One star review, guys. We need we need you guys to put a five star review, and we'll pay you fifteen dollars to do it. And it's like, whoa, whoa, what the heck? It's just a one star review, you know. Like, Are like these what you're
2: Jewish saying. boba shop owners?
4: Nah, they're Asian, but you know the way they handle their money. I'm sorry, that that's bad. I can't say that. I don't think.
2: I'll give you. I'll give you uh, the one Jew pass that I can give you.
4: Alright, thank you, Lyle. They're 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 a smidge Jewy with their money. All right. They they drastically underpaid everybody. Slow
2: it down, my friend. You're taking the pass too far. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all right, Zach. Listen, Zach. Um here's my thing though. Why do you keep um like why are you fighting with these folks? You know what I'm saying? Like what's the comp? what what at at what point does continuing to engage with this conflict hurt you? I don't
4: know. Because, you know, like, if anything, I almost feel like putting that review after the dust had already settled for me already quitting. Because, you know, it's been like a few weeks since I quit. It almost feels childish to me. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I spending the energy when I'm done, you know? That's and I'm great, kind of sitting uh, thing here with myself. About. Yeah, you know, I've, I don't know if you ever heard of Marcus Aurelius' meditations. Um, but there's some stuff I've been, you know, looking at and thinking about and trying to apply to my life. And I'm sitting okay. here like, what is this adding? What is this adding to the world?
2: I mean, the truth is you know? fucking nothing. You know, you're engaging in this. I mean, look, here's because you're t- you told the truth. Which is why I don't think you did anything uh, necessarily wrong. But again, you fighting with this boba store and, you know, uh, you're familiar with the idea of something living in your head rent free. That's what's going on here if you continue to engage in this conflict. And so, look, if I were you, Mm -hmm. I I, 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 and, you know, yeah, I uh, no, I love the stoic philosophy shit because, yeah, I mean, this is not adding anything to your life at all.
5: Yeah,
4: exactly.
2: So I would drop it.
4: I don't know. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go with that, Lyle. I think I'm gonna go with that. I, okay, I, I cool. think I think that's just it. I think I'm gonna leave it where it's at. Uh, Not
2: touch is there it. anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Boom, 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 boom. I don't bom, know what that means. Bye, Lyle. Okay, have a good one, man. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much... And Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. for a first deposit match of up to one hundred dollars. That's the code Gecko for a first deposit match of up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Alright. Alright, no more no more Jew joke passes. Uh hello. Hello.
5: What's who up, is, Lyle? Who
2: is this, man?
5: Uh, this is this is Beano. Uh my name's hey. Beano.
2: What's what's going on with you, Bino?
5: Um, God, that's crazy. People actually do. You do sound different. That's crazy. But um, so with me, I would say, um, I have this issue right now, a tough decision. Um, so I do TikTok live streams, and okay. I tend to uh, make out with an anime cutout of a Naruto character for like, like, you know, shock value. And, um, I'm not sure which way I should go with, like, I get a lot of comments where, you know, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty harsh. Um, and, and I'm debating if I should continue on doing it, uh, for my TikTok career.
2: Okay, so you make out with a cardboard cutout of a Naruto character for live streams, and you're debating whether or not you want to continue doing it because you get a lot of negative comments, and that makes you want to not do it. Yes. Okay, so we know the reasons for you to not do it. What uh, What are the pros? What do you enjoy doing about this that would keep you doing it?
5: So uh, the big thing is, is that uh, it it makes a lot of people stop and like actually watch it. So I get a lot of views when I uh, make out with the Naruto character. Um, and it's also I find it kind of funny. Uh, there's a lot of people who you know don't really like it, but that's part of the I don't know.
2: Yeah. Okay, so you do it because it's a little funny. And I agree. It's like, you know, it's yeah. kind of funny. It's a little funny. Um, mm-hmm. And it gets you views. Yes. Okay. So, I, I... I, I, You know, look, I think you should keep doing it if, if you enjoy doing it and if you think it's funny. I think it would be tragic of you to stop doing it just because people on the internet are saying that it's weird. I think that's not a good reason to stop doing something. <sighs>
5: Yeah, so the big thing is, is like they say a lot of things like, um, like go touch grass, you get no girls, uh, Mm -hmm. you're ugly. Um, and like they even get down to the point where they're calling me like a pedo for it, even though it's like Mm -hmm. a character of age and it's cardboard. Okay. And so, all right, let me see. The pedo thing really bothers me. I hate that shit.
2: Sure, I understand that. Uh, I mean, do, do like, are you self conscious about like that you don't touch grass or that you don't get girls or or about any of these things that people are saying about you?
5: Uh, mm, I, I'm pretty like, I, well, I know I I touch grass and get girls, so but okay. it is annoying and it's hard for me to look, like. Do alive and not kind of start to get upset a little bit and get mad a little bit, you
2: know? Well, well, all right. Well, listen, all right. You know that you get girls. You said it just now. You know that you touch grass. You know that you're not a pedophile, right? You know mm-hmm. those things. You know those things very well. You're confident in them, right? So, yes. why, so why does it, why is it right. matter that people on the internet are saying anything about them? <sighs>
5: Lyle, does it not hurt when you get like comments of like people like, "Oh my God, old man in a gecko costume. He's so mm-hmm. lame."
2: Mm-hmm, you know
5: that doesn't uh, hurt uh, at
2: all. You, I, you know, you know what I'm gonna t- yeah, I'm gonna tell you this, man. Um, I I was thinking about that later. I'm glad, I'm glad you asked me that. Um, mm-hmm. I I yeah, I do. I I'm I'm very lucky that the internet is largely very kind to me. But yeah, I mean every every everyone who has ever done anything publicly on the internet has received negative comments, no matter what the fuck it is. Everyone who's ever put themselves out there in any capacity on the internet has received negative comments, and everyone has their own kind of relationship with dealing with them. And, I mean, here's my thing. Is, uh... I am trying over here. I am doing my Mm -hmm. damn best... I'm putting on a gecko costume, I'm showing up, I'm talking to people on the phone, I'm posting it on the internet, and that's all I give a shit about, is that I tried. I gave it a shot, I got up out of my bed, and put on the fucking suit, and sat in the chair and did the thing. You got out of your bed, you decided, you know what, I'm gonna try to do something funny, because maybe it'll make somebody else laugh. At the very yeah. minimum, it makes me laugh, and you tried, right? Yeah. So that, yeah. that to to me, that's all that matters. And if people want to say things that are negative, people can say whatever they want about me. They can say whatever they want about you, but we tried. We gave it a shot. We could have not. We totally. I I totally don't have to be here. I I totally don't have to be talking to you right now you totally don't have to go make out with an anime character on TikTok. We don't have to do it. Right. We could have not done it, but we did it. And that's all that matters is that we gave it a shot. And that, and that's what I think about when, uh, you know, somebody says something negative on the computer.
5: Yes. Yeah. You're right about that. Uh, uh, yeah, you're definitely right because it is. Everybody receives negative comments. Um, yeah, I, ju- I guess I just gotta learn how to cope with it
2: or ignore it. I, guess. I mean, this is uh, you know, this is a skill what you're doing here. I know uh, it sounds like I'm saying that facetiously, but you're you are putting yourself out there. You are learning. You know what I've learned? I, I, I've learned to like take the hit. I, when I read people mm-hmm. say things about me, I've learned to just take the hit. To just let it, you know, like suck it in. It's like you know, learning how to get punched in the stomach. You tighten up your fucking gut, and you just take the hit, and you and it feels a little good, yeah. in a weird way, to just be like, I can I can take that. Um, but I've been reading negative shit about me on the internet. You know, as I said, people are mostly kind, but I, I feel like I've learned to take the hit. So next time you see something negative, just learn to take the hit and realize that what you're doing every time you read a negative comment and you don't let it get to you is you're becoming more powerful at the skill of putting yourself out there. And that skill of putting yourself out there is just so fucking valuable because you can do anything with it. So uh, continue making out with the anime cardboard shamelessly. And just take yeah. the hits.
5: That's yeah, I, I think you're right, probably for the most part. What's I, your I what's think your TikTok? Eventually,
2: No go ahead, tell, uh, me say, but, tell me what you're gonna say. you gonna say first.
5: <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say, um shoot. Uh
2: I forgot what I was gonna say. But, you were gonna say that yeah, eventually no. you were you said you said eventually I oh. will blank.
5: Yes, eventually I think I'll become numb to it. Probably, I think. Oh yeah.
2: It'll come to that. That's so. when you become. That's when you start to have a superpower that you can use for evil. Is that for right? Good. Oh yeah.
5: Is it? So you, that's what you have.
2: Uh, I mean, I'm not perfect. You know, I, I, I'm sure people say things that I'm like. You know, I'm getting better and better at taking the hits. I'm not gonna say I have the superpower, but I'm I'm with you. I'm trying to get there. Okay.
5: All right. Sweet. Yeah. We can do it together.
2: What's your TikTok?
5: Uh, it's vibin' with Bino. So V I B I N W I T H B E N O.
2: Okay. All right. Bino. Next time I do a TikTok live, I'll I'll bring you in and I'll just hang out. Oh no while way. Make out with the fucking. <laughs> While well, you make out with the yeah.
5: character. Let's go. That would be. super It'll be quite awesome, a live man. stream.
2: Yeah, All would. right. <laughs> but, you know, anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go?
5: Uh, I do have a question for you. Yeah. What's have that? you ever thought about having uh, Ethan or Ela Klein from H3H3 on your podcast
3: or on your Yeah, podcast? I was on.
2: Um. It's crazy. I was on uh, H3. I was on H3 a year ago and I still all the time really? have people well I was on there a year ago and I was I... all the time people are like yeah I recognize you from H3 and I'm like man that's crazy that people are still finding me from that a year ago but um yeah yeah I might, I might reach out you know I know he's a busy man but
5: Yeah no you guys have a lot in common you know you're both Jewish and on the internet so that's
2: we That's are cool. both Jewish. I think you guys would be. Yeah,
5: you guys. When you would put be it like
2: that, it's okay. really a match made in heaven. You know. I know. Um. <laughs> anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Um.
5: Yeah. Uh. I love everybody. I watch your podcast all the time at work. I was listening today, honestly. Since you told me this, it gave me a lot of motivation. I haven't really been, you know, on. Really been posting a lot, so I think this is like the good the good boost that I needed. So thank you, Lyle, appreciate it. Well, you. everyone, Love everyone,
2: uh, well, look, everyone's gonna come, everyone's gonna follow you on TikTok now and just comment about what a mega Chad you are. <laughs> so
5: let's go, yeah.
2: Chad, thanks game. for calling, Bino.
5: Bye, bye, Lyle. Love you.
2: Uh, let's see what am, what am, what do I actually think about negative comments on the internet? I don't know. I'm not. By the way, he, I just want to clarify something because I, I feel like just now I maybe painted an unrealistic portrait because um, Bino said he was like, I was like, I said it becomes a superpower, which I do believe. And then he was like, so that's what you have. And I just want everyone to any time this is this is to me the danger of getting too advicey on here, which I don't like to fucking do but I do anyway cuz I just get lost in it or whatever is I don't I'm not I don't say this shit from a point of I've mastered it I would like to think I've gotten decent at doing what I was just talking about taking the hits when people say shit about me on the it's certain th- certain things that it's like it's certain things that I don't care about and certain things I do um it's the things that I am the most um that I'm the least self, like if I, if I'm not if I'm not self conscious about something, and somebody says like if somebody says like the, the gecko got really fat I'm like I don't I know, it doesn't bother me, but if someone says like oh the show is bad or this or whatever, then it bothers me a little bit because whatever I want it to be good, but at the end of the day I you know what I cling to in those moments is that I have tried. So, whatever, if it was bad that day, at least I woke up and did something, and that's what what I cling to. But I'm not a a master, by any means, of any of the fucking things that I tell people about on this uh, stream. I am merely a gecko on the computer.